Yo, what's up? You're now tuned into the 100 Podcast. This is episode 29. I'm your host, Mike, along with my boy, Tay. Yo, what's going on, Tay? What's good? What's going on, man? Episode 29. You know, it's fucking Friday and it's the usual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The usual, man. We're back to it. Back to it. This is our, what, third one consecutive? Third one straight? Nah, the second one. Damn, we ain't doing it on before with that? Nah, we ain't. Nah. Nah, this is the second one. But anyway, we Damn, back. My bad. You know my what I'm saying? Bad. We back. You know my what I mean? Bad. Niggas, we bitches, we back. You speaking know what I'm saying? Speaking into existence. Yeah, you know That's what I'm saying? So, you know, tonight we brought back a. Well, first of all, yo, can you just stop laughing like for two seconds, please? We got Coco. We got Coco. Hey, y'all. I'm sorry. Y'all. Should. Been showing his hands before his podcast. <laughs> this nigga, yeah, boy, I swear. <laughs> if y'all can see what go on before we start recording, <laughs> it's it's amazing. But go ahead. <laughs> but yo, so we we have a, a another well special. Wait, can you hey. special guest after after you've been on this motherfucker already? He could be a first cousin. Yeah. But special guest though He's not a special guest Cause he already no, been on yeah, You first been on the family now Yeah you family So you know We got our family yeah. On this motherfucker yeah, we're just gonna Start calling you partner And then The damn mayor Of <laughs> Charlotte but This nigga got partner on here. I call him I call him uh, Jay Reed Cause he yeah. Cause he working with the feds Now I'm just joking My nigga uh, you know what I'm saying The nigga politician himself little That boy. nigga Lil boy V Smooth nobody Ain't nobody fucking with V Smooth with Lil boy I appreciate the love Yeah I appreciate the love Appreciate y'all bringing me on here It ain't yeah. going down like, It ain't going down like, like Coco said These mugs wow It's always a good time To come to 100 Podcasts A little Good hospitality Good conversation man Appreciate y'all bringing me back on Ah nigga oh, yeah, family. Man. Enjoy you for you coming family, man for Appreciate real. you coming man You family for real bro So yeah we thank you For coming back on here man What you been up to bro Man, just just grinding, you know. Got got the work situation. Man, you talk about that a lot. Um, yeah. Politicking. I'm second vice chair of the Mecklenburg County um, Party now. Oh, so, congratulations! Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So I'm bro. in charge of training. So I've been trying to get a couple of programs within the party. Okay. Um, as y'all know, I got a little one on the way. Getting ready. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Right. I forgot to tell you. Congratulations, to that man. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. all y'all invited. Boy August 25th. Uh, it's a girl. Oh, you got, got a, a baby girl. girl. Her name okay. gonna be Charlotte Nevae Brown. Had okay, name after the city. okay. You got a name after the town. Uh, uh, right, a, she was a black queen, by the way. Most people don't know that. So they, they don't. They yeah. really don't. She was half black. She was half black. Okay. Yeah. Word. Yeah, a lot word. of motherfuckers didn't know that. Learn you know something new every day. I didn't know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank us later. Yep. Yeah, don't have magic. Yeah, so a lot of y'all niggas learn some shit tonight. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You know we coming off uh, the last episode with Eva talking about financing, how to make money, making money work for you. Stop yeah. living paycheck to paycheck. I think we all learned something from that previous yeah, episode. That's my yeah. Girl, I finally my um, I made it up the road today without getting them port rhymes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, somebody should raise that glass for me. Yeah, you know let her know because she she, she yeah. sure asked. Yeah, so I'm, I'm on the right track. I ain't no telling what's going to happen on the way back, but you know what I'm saying? At least we'll half the battle taken Don't care of. Don't be a all your life. I was ta- half the battle taken care of. One day at a time. That's all you can do. Yeah, man. Recovering. Sweet Jesus, that's right. Recovering Port Ryan addict, man. <laughs> but to leave that swine alone, oh, my yeah. brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we try, try to tell him that. Yeah, Wonder why his blood pressure up. But anyway. <laughs> but you know So I'm glad Man congratulations On everything man Appreciate you know, it Appreciate it You know nah, that's, a, that's a huge milestone But you know As everybody you know The segment of the show 
And we can't go a minute without We can't go no show without doing Petty nigga moment You know what I'm saying You know what it is V Smooth man You know what I'm saying oh, Petty boy. nigga moment Petty nigga moment Petty nigga moment, moment. Petty petty moment. <laughs> So who gonna start well, Normally Who gonna start off With the petty nigga moment You wanna start off yeah, I can start oh, yeah. off. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> unfortunately my petty nigga moment is tied to a sad occasion, but it is what it is. Um, so I had a death in my family going to the funeral home on Saturday. And I called my aunt to let her know, like, hey, you know, I'll be there around this time. So she was like, oh, by the way, your other aunt is going to ride with us to the funeral because mama said she could ride with us. So the petty nigga moment in that is that I am often often wondering why my grandmother's always volunteering our services before talking to us. Like, oh, yeah, she'll do this. Oh, yeah, he'll do that. But you ain't saying that to us. It's my car. My car, no. My car, sure. It's my gas going in that car. So you should have had a conversation with me. So my petty nigga moment is not necessarily what I did, but what my grandmother and probably all the other grandmothers do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah that's just that's being parents, man. Yeah. My mom follows hear me do shit all the time. Like, man, I ain't even signed up for this shit. You yeah, know, yeah. you just gotta roll with the punches, B. <laughs> Be like, I tough, right? got no kids. How I end up buying school clothes or yeah. something like that? You know what I'm saying? And got voluntold. Yeah, voluntold. yeah, voluntold. That's the shit right away. Right away, he's been voluntold to do voluntold. some shit. Voluntold. Tell him, but you gotta do it. And now I'm I'm, I'm driving. Adults around Hey moment. you might as well Turn your little Uber app on <laughs> <laughs> I know right hey. Make sure before y'all pull up Just uh, pull up at the pump Say um, what y'all got on the tank hey. Right That's your petty nigga moment Right <laughs> Just you hey, know You bro. stand there Try to wait for somebody to Say oh yeah He got five dollars And so I'm gonna give them An opportunity But then they don't say now. I'm gonna be like Get out the car And get in the car with your mama Yeah you Just bro. gone Just go ahead Everybody gonna be digging In their pocketbook for five minutes Wait till you got the car mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Niggas be patting their pocket Look, look like they looking for their wallet like yo yeah with <laughs> alligator with alligator arms you know what I'm saying oh, oh it's in my other purse hey, hey. my, I'm gonna have to hit you back yeah so that's my petty nigga moment right, that was so. a good one that was, yeah, a, good that was one. a good one so I'm gonna go ahead and go my petty nigga moment uh oh uh, you know what I'm saying you my petty do. nigga moment involved my nigga V smooth bro come on brother hey man what y'all you know? do y'all acting like Fred and Fred right so, now so this is a so at, at our place of employment, right? Uh-huh. There's a community uh bucket of pretzels, right? Mm, so Jesus. I mean, when I say community, it's not like for the whole building, it's just like for our for, for the a team. team. For for the team. team. I wouldn't trust everybody. But the man just being nice, he brings yeah. a box of pretzels for everybody, help yourself. But what you just made, this is this is, this is the, the petty part. It's the petty part. So, I mean, it actually pretty good. I never had these shit. Like, I don't know where you get these fucking shits from. They're pretty good. Because they I think they're from Aldi's. Aldi's. I don't know. <laughs> the but... press from Aldi's. Everybody know about Aldi's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep so, you a quarter. Yeah. So, uh, so... He got the bucket right So with the bucket of pretzels He have like two tones Like the little black little things You could you could take them And utilize it And pick up the pretzels with So I'm over there V Smooth sit by the bucket of pretzels So I'm over there Walking over there <laughs> Having a conversation I, I open the lid up Pick up the little tones And, and grab my pretzels right mm-hmm. Now the whole time that me and this man talking he ain't, I ain't get no indication of anything <laughs> We having a whole conversation so, some time passed, I dap my man up. He said, all right, I'm out. 
Mm-hmm. Two hours later, <laughs> I get a fucking text that, hey, man, I meant to tell you, don't eat those pretzels no more. I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> Did you eat them? <laughs> I already ate them shits. I'm like, what you mean? He's like, yeah, there's somebody in the office who be coughing their hands. They be digging their bare hands in the pretzels uh, and picking them up. Uh, Straight raw dog in the pretzels with his yeah, hands. And they got the tones right there sitting there. Oh, God. I'm like, bruh. You couldn't eat, bro. You wait a whole first <laughs> off, two hours later. <laughs> like, two <laughs> hours later, like, bro, you should have knocked the damn presses out of my hand, bro. He said he tried to make eye contact with me, like, bro, you ain't, you ain't do none of, you ain't do none of that shit. <laughs> Then, then, then I went back for seconds. Nah, like, don't. Then my man, the yeah. second time he could have told me. Yeah. I give him the first time, but the second time, then he go two hours later. My man go send me a text. Hey, uh, yeah, I won't eat them presses no more. Like, damn, nigga. Price, you going up the two right. much, man? Hold up, I'm let he go one more time. I better let him know. Yeah. <laughs> damn, you, you, you got your side of the story out. I got one side. Oh, yeah. There's only one side. Okay. Now, now, this is 100 podcasts, right? 100 Everybody knows it's three sides to every story. Yep. Your yep. side, his side, and the truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, this is V Smooth's side of the story. Okay. Uh-huh. So, we're going to have to inference the truth. Yeah, I want y'all to listen to both stories and you decipher who's telling the truth. Uh huh. <laughs> so, it was about 4.30. Dante leave about 4.30. Now, the press was in question at my uh, one of my managers' desk. So, I sit three desks down. Mm-hmm. So, me and him. Yeah. Engaged in a conversation, just like me and uh, Chuck looking at each other. We engaged in a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dante come walking over there. I told him to come holler at me before he left, so he came over. Yeah. There, so I guess he wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. Me and my manager is talking. He owns the pretzels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dante opens up the pretzel and sticks the tongue in there to get the pretzel. I'm in the middle of, of talking to my manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't just come out and flat and say, hey, don't eat his pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> so me and him talking, and I'm looking at Dante wide-eyed like, mm-hmm. Giving <laughs> him the signal like, yeah. bro, nah, Dante is me. not paying me a lick of attention. Mm-hmm. I don't right. know Coco, the man didn't eat lunch. <laughs> what happened? He grabbed that first pretzel and put it in his mouth. No homo. He was chomping on it. Yeah. And I'm sitting over there, my head shaking like, well, man, he, mm-hmm. he, he, and but, still trying to engage in this conversation without giving it away. Well, mm-hmm. man, start shaking. Yeah, he's the and ball. Then, and then after he done munched on that way, he done put the tongs back in and it got three more. I said, by this time, it's too late. I can't, I can't help him. Okay. If he got the whooping cough, he got the whooping cough. I can't, I can't help him. <laughs> but, but, then, but, hold on, hold on. I'll let, let, let you explain your story. So I'm still looking at him. He's still over there. Dancing like a little fat kid at the pivot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> eating that pretzel. I'm like, man, doing a little Terrio. Right, eating that little Tiki to the pretzel. Yeah, oh, yeah. My man lying down. Uh, you straight capping right now. Uh, <laughs> you straight capping. Hold up, bro. And so Dante come over to dab me up. I said, all right, bro. We work in a call center, so I got a phone call. So I'm yeah. on the phone. So by the time I remember to tell this dude, it is an hour later. I ain't gonna lie, mm-hmm. but I put him on game. I, t- <laughs> I said, bro, I meant to tell you, I was trying to get a little head in, but you, I don't know mm-hmm. who's hungry or what. You went to attention, <laughs> but don't eat those pretzels no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He lived, he lived to tell the story, so yeah. he ain't got no whooping call. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how it's supposed to happen. So today, there was another colleague of ours who who got the pretzels. Mm-hmm. I said, man. It was one of the brothers. I'm like, yo, don't eat them pretzels, bro. Yeah. He, that's how you supposed to do it. My man said, word. I told him the story, what was going on. He threw him away. That's all my man had to do. But tell I got me. a question for you. Yeah. Were you were you engaged in conversing with someone when you told oh boy to eat the pretzels? Yeah. Don't eat the pretzels. Yeah, I was. So, so you, you stopped your wait, conversation. Wait, you was talking to a manager. 
Yeah. The I, manager who bought the pretzels. He was over there. Were you talking to him? No, I was talking to another I was talking to another manager and another uh and somebody but else. But it wasn't the manager who bought the pretzels. No, I wasn't right? talking yeah. to him, but I told my man no, I wouldn't eat those. Okay. So I believe now I will say I don't believe Dante went dancing to the little button. <laughs> like, I, I mean, he could have, I don't believe that part, but I do believe that you might have made. I, I mean, if you're talking to the manager that bought the pretzels, you can't be disrespectful like yeah, that. Yeah, just come out say. And I what? do believe, bro. I, if, let me if, finish. Oh, let I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I do believe that he probably gave you the look because we all been little black kids in church and you got to learn you know how to communicate non-verbally you might be like bruh word, bruh word, if it word. was me if I if the, if the shoe <laughs> if the shoe's on the other foot and that was me I was like I don't care who's standing like yo bruh I want to eat them pretzels I had to let them know no you would yes I would but I had to be cordial. That the manager, he right. he being nice, bringing in stuff for the for the staff. Yeah. And, uh, I don't no want good. him to niggas get like, niggas get like, the flu. <laughs> nigga get uh, hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I believe Dante wouldn't say that because he is like one of the nicest people. Man, relax. Like, I would have said something. Nah, bro. he wouldn't. Have. Yes, I would. If I knew, he would the same thing. He would pull him to the side, let him like, bro, nah. don't 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 eat those. Nah, yeah. if you talk if you did had a conversation with the manager and Brett walked up and grabbed the press, you was not gonna stop your conversation. I would do not eat them press. I'm telling y'all would. Something. I'm telling y'all, do y'all would. think now y'all know the problem. How do you fix it? Do you do you think that if you put um a little hand sanitizer pump out there that people would utilize? Nah, it? just the, the only way to solve the problem is don't eat the fucking uh, pretzels. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> eat them in the first place. I mean, anyway, it's not. I like, don't do community food, but but it's for the team. And we did have a conversation before we got on here. It's some people when they get to work they can't differentiate differentiate their household and the workplace. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the example I gave, yeah. like a bag of chips. When you at home, you can stick your hand in the bag of chips. It's just you. It's just y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all can eat the yeah, chips. Yeah, yeah. Work. You put the chips on the napkin mm-hmm. and close the bag back up. Yeah. So people don't know how to flip it yeah. off. And yeah, mm-hmm. some people don't. Regardless, you got he got two sets of tongs. He can put hand sanitizer in the sign. Yeah, some people mm-hmm. that switch don't flip on for them. Yeah, you still go to the Go reach nasty, their hand nasty, in there. But this is my yeah. thing. You, you, I still want to eat at the office community food. You know why? Because. You're strangers. You'll go to your own damn family house and won't eat their food. So why would you eat he a stranger? Yeah. The first question you ask, who made the potato salad? Right. But that's yeah. making food. We talking about. But that's what I'm press. saying. If you won't eat at your family house, why are you gonna go eat with strangers at your job? But you talking about people preparing your food. You know what I'm saying? It don't We're matter. You talking about bought food? Yeah, though. it's like yeah, it's store bought. I right still there. wouldn't it's eat pretzels. it. I mean, you know, you, you know. get hungry from time to time. Yeah. You want a little Ooh, snack? Just go there, grab it's free. You don't want to go spend a yeah. dollar at the vending machine. Mm-mm. You know what? You know what Coco do? Coco had a whole snack drawer in her cubicle. All right. <laughs> well, we appreciate you, Coco. For You're welcome. That. We got to move on because uh, appreciate you putting yeah. me on blast, brother. Nah, nah. Appreciate you just uh, spreading them lies, brother. <laughs> Damn, you know what one I'm of saying? y'all capping. Damn, bro. But man, V smooth straight capping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So both of y'all told him. So, so that was a good one, man. But uh, anyway, we had to transition into our topic tonight, and um, you know, this topic came up because my nigga V smooth. Um, you know, we always have a great conversation. He always have insight and. Uh, on looking at things um, that normally a lot of people don't pay attention to sometimes. So um, he sent me an article at work, like I said on the last episode, uh, about millennials and some of the struggles that millennials go through. And um, 
and I found this interesting because first of all, a lot of people don't know that they are a millennial. They talk about millennials, but they don't know they fall in the in the, in the fucking range of being a millennial. So I'm gonna let V Smooth since it was his topic and 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 things he brought to my attention. I'm gonna let him dissect the information. Thank so. you, V Smooth. Oh yeah. No problem, and I appreciate you bringing me on to kind of discuss this because I think as a generation, we have to educate ourselves and know what's going on outside of the local mm-hmm. issues. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of things that's facing millennials today, it, a lot of people think that's local, but that's really mm-hmm. international. Because I've read articles about the same thing. People in Japan are suffering. People in Europe are suffering the same uh-huh. issues that we're facing here in America. So... The millennial range, it varies between website and website, but generally speaking, if you were born between 1981 and 1996, 95, you're considered a millennial. Okay. Okay. So that's our age range. So if you're in that age range, this is more or less geared to you, but we all go through the same issue. So this is the way the economy is and the way everything's set up now. Pretty much everybody in the struggle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Struggling. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a lot of things to digest. Um... I want to go ahead and, if you don't mind, just make a quick public announcement. Yeah, okay. You okay. You know, me and uh, another colleague of mine, we're going to start a, a podcast after, you know, coming on you guys' podcast. Okay. And I really enjoy doing this and being able to engage with people and, you know, just have genuine conversations about okay. what we can do and the, the issues. So we're starting up a podcast called um, Views from Millennial. That's right. So okay. So it'll be something for us. We talk about issues. It won't be just politics, even though I'm in politics, but okay. just the everyday struggle, how we got here and what we can do to change it and what's going on around the world. Okay. So that's why me and Dante got into that conversation at work because we was throwing ideas at each other and said, hey, read this article. And he read it and he was like, wow, this is some deep stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's it, and it touched on a range of topics between employment, student debt, retirement, buying houses, saving, like... This is stuff that we all go through. And so I think as a generation, we have to be aware and prepared to put ourselves in a position to succeed, even though we just so having the, the cards are stacked against us. Oh, yeah. Wages oh, yeah. haven't gone up since 1999. Student debt is at an all time high. So yes, what, it is. one point something trillion yeah. dollars. Cost of living still going up. Right. And then paycheck ain't going up. Yeah. So, boy. Not. so that's what we kind of wanted to talk about today and just kind of, you know, just have a genuine conversation about, you know, what's going on, get everybody's thoughts. And okay. Work, work. Try to hopefully find not the resolution, but a goal that we can all try to obtain in our daily lives to kind of balance right. balance the issues and also bring awareness. You know what I'm saying? People think that uh, a lot of times they only want going through these problems, but it's not just you. Mm-hmm. It's is it's more than just you. You know, and um, just for the record, Coco and um and Shug didn't know they were millennials, so. See, there you go, telling lies again. So now I'm going to have to go with Bonnie and say he was telling the truth. Because it wasn't that. No, no, let let me clarify something. It wasn't that I didn't know I was a millennium. What I was trying to say was I don't understand how somebody born in 81 versus 96 can understand technology the same. Because in 96, you don't under, you didn't play with the first Nintendo. Work, right, work. But, but you looking at it wrong. But our our group, that age range, we grew up with technology. Even yeah, though it's I not understand. the technology, but I know what I'm saying even though the technology is not where it's at today when we was kids. 
but we had we were some of the first one that had the PCs. We had Oregon Trail. We had yeah. internet. Like right, but nobody well, but uh, nobody born in '96 played Oregon Trail like how we did on that little green that, and white screen. Yeah. What I'm saying is that's besides the point. So, you looking at it too. You looking at it too specifically. We're just saying that we're the age group that grew up with certain technology that most. Well, hey, had. listen. That's what I do by trade in real life. I can look at it specifically if yeah. I want to and ask the question. But, Thank you. But so yeah. we, we challenging the researchers. So, so I mean the analysts. You should. So, you should ask questions. You shouldn't believe just so, what people tell you. Look more you into it. You mad because you're millennial? So I, I knew I was a millennial. I just broke it down in you know. Thank relax. you. I just broke it down. Relax. I just broke it down in street terms. Pretty much a millennial. If you played Mike Tyson's Punch Out. <laughs> And had to put in the code to beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> and then, if you remember when Mario first turned 3D, that means you was in that 90s. Mm-hmm. So, you had that Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. If you remember that GameCube, mm-hmm. you're a millennial. Right. But they said something about Generation X that no, I can no, relate to. But 90, but you got, what you understand is, okay, then. So, if you can relate to another generation that's not your generation, what's make you so hard to believe that you are not a millennial? Because they're not called millennials, though. But what I'm saying is, though, baby, I can't relate to a baby boomer. You know what I'm saying? Certain things, but there's certain things I'm pretty sure I can. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't make me... Because because Generation X ended at what? 1980. Okay, and I'm kind of on on a cusp of that. Bro, you want... Bro, you you like one. Uh, No, you... Bruh, I know like, I asked you to say oh, Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. You know what I'm Bruh, but anyway, that's besides the point. You are a millennial, unfortunately. T- I'm not. I'm not saying anything wrong with that. All I'm saying, the you saying you're a little bit of both, right? Man. The con, the concept I'm saying is that within the term millennial, there should be sub like subtitles within that because word, word. we all experience technology Different. differently. Right. That's all I'm saying. I understand that, but we all experience. Technology, that's you know, ain't that what I just said? <laughs> I, I, get, I get both sides of the coin because what she's saying is like we, we discussed earlier. You know, it's a between, yeah, it's, 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 it's a decade between yeah. you know yeah. the early millennials yeah. and the later millennials. Right. But at the same time, what Dante's saying is that we were that generation that grew up with technology, whether yeah. we had the new technology that's now or the old technology. Because we was on the cusp. We were of always that technology we were that coming in with, when it comes to technology. Yeah. We was always evolving. Think about mm-hmm. this: what you, yeah. you said. You said we was playing an Atari, we were playing a Sega, right? And Super Nintendo like, came out. Pages came out. Yeah. Two ways came out. So we've always been able to adjust. Like when we were coming up, us haven't yeah. had the opportunity. Exactly. Like Baby when we were moves. coming up, the movie started looking real. Like before somebody killed somebody, you could tell they were hitting catch up. What? Like now, you know, just in the movies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to break it down. I'm just trying to break it down. Yeah. Like, back to the point, it's like we, as our generation, because you think about a baby boomer, you take a new cell phone, what they doing? Yeah, they don't know how to yeah, work. How do I work? Yeah. yeah. You a new cell phone, you most likely, you're not doing two hours. Oh, did you know it could do this? Yeah. So, millennials, as I grew we grew up with that technology and we always evolving. Like I said, we had mm-hmm. hard, like you said, the internet, we had dial up. Remember, you had to yeah. wait five minutes for it. Yeah, yeah bro. Mm-hmm. Now you just log into the Wi Fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when, that, when those changes come to you, you're not so hesitant not to, to use it because so you can adapt. You've already been experienced, yeah. exposed to it. Bro, Thank, you, v, Thank you, V Smooth, because that's exactly yeah. what I was trying to say. Yeah, he broke it down. But, right, but it, within that, it's still subtitles, like I was saying. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. You're saying there should be subtitles. So we can agree to disagree. You're not going to make me change my mind. I'm not. You're not going to do that. But but speaking to V Smooth point, so 
we, we're looking at this. I'm look well. He sent me the article, and the article kind of break down ten things or ten serious problems millennial uh, millennials face. And once y'all post the link when you post the show up, so people can uh, read can it you, too. Yeah, yeah. Just send me the link. Yeah, okay. we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, Thank you. But I'm trying to go. That. But I'm trying to go down the the, the list. You got the list. Yeah, right? I got the list right now. Okay, we're gonna so, go down. The so, list. so number one, the number one problem for millennials is that. Millennials are the brainiest, best educated generation ever, according to special reports compiled by different uh, analysts and researchers. So, so how do y'all feel about that? I, I, th- think, I, th- I think that's accurate. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much. I'm, I think that's pretty accurate there because. Yeah, because um, some of these kids too smart for their own damn good. They get ass whippings because they so smart. So yeah, yeah, I agree with that. What you think, Bonnie? But why are you talking in third person? Like we are, we are the millennials. So like, like yourself, you have how many degrees? You got three, right? Yes, I have three degrees. So, the, so, that, so, so that makes you probably you probably if not the smartest person in this room you have the you have the paperwork to be qualified probably the smartest person in this room <laughs> no nah, i wouldn't say i'm not that. saying you are but yeah. i'm saying though no nah, i i'm but you gotta no nah, i wouldn't say that um i mean it wasn't like i said oh i'm gonna get three degrees it just kind of happened because i knew what i wanted to do and i okay. knew what i needed to do because cool. i'm black and i had <laughs> to get it done Word. but why education was so important to you Because in my career field, I wanted to grow Mm. and I knew being black, I had to come with some extra. I can't do what Mary do. Right. But what was there anything that made you other than that? Was there anything you witnessed or anything that you experienced and know that you was going to go to college and, and do something? Um, I knew I was going to college because the way my parents raised me. Okay. And I knew that I was going to further my education because I went to a HBCU and they pushed us and told us every day that we have to be better than the next. Okay. okay so, cool. you know, hey, that's a whole nother topic. But yeah, that's why. Okay. But that's. You bring up a valid point because our generation is millennials. We were taught when you was in school, what did your, your mom and grandma say? You're going to graduate high school, you're going to go to college, college. you're going to get a good job. Good job. Yeah. 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 Baby boomers, they didn't, college was there, but that wasn't necessary. You didn't need a college to really go out there and get a, uh, a good job. They was basically so graduate people, from school. Right. You, come out, you can come out of high school, back in high school, they, they taught you trades. You had yeah. auto, you had plumbing, you had Factory. all that stuff. Yeah. Right. So you can come straight out of high school and go get a good job, and you didn't need that degree for mm-hmm. us yeah. growing up. The degree is the new high school diploma. That's the new yep. gold standard with our mm-hmm. generation. So, yep. with that argument pointing out, it's like we the most. I think it was what sixty percent, sixty one percent of us have degrees or some yeah, type of college it education. Some, it was a high number. Yeah, sixty one percent adults, millennials have college education or attended See? college. It didn't say a, have an actual degree, but they attended. Right, college. has some some, some yeah type some of college. college. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Experience. what our generation was raised on. It was like you're gonna go to school, you're gonna go to graduate high school, go to college, get your degree, and you're gonna come out and get a good job. Yeah, now yep. did that pan out? That's for another yes, time. That's another yeah. topic. Yeah. But you know, to the, to for me, the reason why I know I went to college because, just like you said, my my, my family generation prior to that, uh, a lot of them didn't go to college because either you know it was, it was they were doing some other stuff, but they probably felt I know for sure they felt like they didn't need it because they can find a good job making good money, you know. And they probably you know and it wasn't really education after high school wasn't really advocated or pushed like that. You know what I'm saying? I seen the struggles they went through and I knew 
I wanted to go to college, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, and increase my chances on on being more successful. You and know see, I have a different view because I'm right. not a first college graduate. Right. So I saw, I went to Central Homecoming at like little in, in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? So I knew that I was going to go to college because that's what I knew. And also, by the time we come along, like like you said most jobs now you have to have at least a bachelor's yeah even in my career field that's changing you know by trade i'm a nurse in a hospital they're trying to change that to where you have at least a four-year nursing degree instead of a two-year nursing degree so that's even gonna that's even changes changing for community college but i i kind of think that uh trades are coming back to the forefront yeah, you always okay. need somebody yeah. to to know how to do the basics. You you always need a plumber. You always need a mortician. Yeah, you, you always need that. Yeah, I see a lot of those are starting to pay more yeah. than what they used to because never go out. There ain't too many people going for trades now. Mm-hmm. So and that's true because I read an article about how. A lot of companies now are invested in local community college and stuff to teach those trades because yeah. it's a company up there. I want to say in Huntersville, Cornelius, they got like a short of 200 workers because they nobody has that trade. Yep. It's like everybody's going to school and chasing the degree and yep. spending four years in college. And then you come out with your degree and you can't get hired on that because you don't have that trade. Yep. And so that's one of the things when we talk about policies and politics is mm-hmm. that we have to bring trades back into schools because everybody's not college bound. Like yep. everybody, it's, right. it's, it's not for everybody. Like for me, I they- agree. They told me, like, my mom, like I said, go to school, get a degree. Like, I didn't, I knew I had to go to college. I didn't want to go to college. And that's yeah, why I, 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 it took me, like, 10 years to graduate. I was the same way. I went to, like, I graduated. I had, like, two offer letters. We went to Durham the next day. <laughs> she sold me Durham campus. She's like, all right, this is where you're going. And mm-hmm. she dropped me off the next day. We drove back to Durham, dropped me off the next day. And I was like, okay, 70-year-old kid in Durham, North Carolina. And now I got to film for myself. So, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's something that is forced on us. And I right. think that we as a generation we have to kind of change that perception because if everybody has a degree it's kind of watering down the significance of it because now yeah, if you want to yeah. get a good paying mm-hmm. job you have to have that master mm-hmm. you have to have that yeah. to set yourself aside from everybody else well this is I, and one more thing before we move to the next thing this is one thing I will say my grandparents always they always gave us another alternative and they did say college may not be for you so if it's not you need to go to Durham Tech you need to get you a trade and be able to be self-sufficient and take care of yourself or you go into the military but you were not going to sit at home especially if you were a male you were not going to sit at home you was going to get your ass up and out and they give you a a time frame and you knew what you needed to do school of work that's or the military like you said Mm mm-hmm yeah no I agree with that you know what I'm saying like I know like a lot of kids um they prior to that they, I guess their parents I, our parents probably didn't want us to go through the struggles that they went through so the only way they probably felt like don't go through my struggles is go to go for higher education well hell our ancestors but, didn't want to each generation supposed to get better so yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. You see, but 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 that probably was a massive push for the millennials the reason why they a lot of us are highly educated so so then that transition to the the second issue because ironically even though we are the most brainy we're the brainiest or to have the higher education um the u.s census data shows that 40 percent of our, na- our nation's um millennials are unemployed so you, we go get these educations we go get these degrees some of us i not even know 
I've even known people who got their undergrad degree, then they put off working because they I don't know if they're scared of the of the workforce or they just they they don't want to lead that student life. Then they go get their uh, masters, then they prolong it a little bit and they go get their PhD and then uh-huh. they do all that shit. And they can't land a job, you know. And I I mean I know I know people with master degrees are unemployed or or working entry level positions. And I find out, and that's the irony of the whole thing because you would think if you go to school to seek higher education, that's more, uh, more you're more likely to land a job. But obviously, that's not the case for us. What do y'all I think about don't that? Find that surprising. I I think it's more because what uh, the majority of people are taught to go to school for is so many people going to school for that same thing that. It's not enough jobs to support all those people going to school for that same thing. Mm-hmm. That's the way I feel. I feel like it's like oversaturated. Like it's kind of like. Well, I feel kind of like it's a couple of factors, a few factors that plays into this. One, I feel like that um, media has a lot to do now with what kids are deciding to um, major in. But what you're majoring in if you don't do an internship, you can't land a job. So I think one, you need to be mindful of what you're going to go to school for. It's okay to have something that you want to do, but get a degree that you could get a job in and then work towards your, your other goal too. Right. And two, I think, a lot of companies want you to have experience. And so a lot of people say, well, how am I going to get experience if nobody had, if nobody hires me? Well, that's the point of you doing an internship while you're in school, right? Yeah. But if you don't know and you don't have, uh, you, you have half ass guidance counselors that don't tell you these things uh-huh. or you don't have a professor that's telling you these things, you don't know that because to truth be told, a lot of people get their jobs out of school because they do an internship with a company and the company hires so them. I ch- true, well, true. Say yeah, I was just, I was just going to say, I think it's a little bit more that plays into that too. Yeah, I was going to say that too. When I was going to school, a lot of people were working. They were doing work study and then like they had a full-time job. Well, not yeah. full-time, but a part-time job because Mm-hmm. As you know, college education is not mm-hmm. cheap. Yeah, and so I, I don't think pe- it helps to get an internship, but I don't they think a lot look, of people have the opportunities to go get those internships because they're trying to pay for college. And I think, like I said, I think that's part of the reason. I'm not saying that's the whole mm-hmm. reason yeah. a lot of people don't because, like you said, education and being self aware, you have to have the right guidance counselor to say, "Hey, you know, do this for the summer. This may help mm-hmm. you get here." But at the same time, like a lot of people struggling just to be be in college. No, I get so, that. So let, let, let's let let me let me throw a twist into it. Let's take because there are millennials who millennials who did not go to college and they don't have a higher education. What do you think some of the faces or some of the problems they face of being being unemployed, other than the obvious of uh, having a higher education? Apparently, even though you have a degree as a millennial, that doesn't guarantee you would get the job. Well, let so, me let me respond because okay. we kind of getting out. So. That's absolutely true, right? But I think that, like, okay, a couple of things. If you go to school and you don't have the money to go to school, right? You also, somebody should also be there to say, hey, you know, if you bring your grades up or you do well this year, you can get a scholarship. That would kind of help the burning a little bit. Now, I'm a go-getter. So I think my senior year, I was taking 
18 credit hours. I was working as a student lab tech and I did extracurricular activities, one of them being a band. But I still found that little time to do an internship and it wasn't much, but it helped. You know what I'm saying? And did I sleep a lot? Absolutely not. But I knew what I had to do. And that's true. And that's one of the things of why we having these discussions. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we have to be self-aware of situations that we're in and how we can maximize yeah. the results of what we're doing. Yeah. So but so back to my, my original question, what do y'all think other about the the millennials who do not ha- have higher education? And what do you think the f- problems they face have been un- unemployed? And, you know, let's think outside the box of them not having a degree because. Obviously, the ones that do have a degree can't land a job neither. So, what do you think? Like some of the problems they face, or, or I issues? think it all it goes hand in hand because right. if you got a college degree, you can't get a job. Imagine having a, a high school diploma mm-hmm. yeah, and trying to go get yeah. a job, and you compete with these people with bachelors and master right. degrees. Right. right. That that's what I was gonna say. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I agree with um, V Smooth because I don't understand. I mean, I don't. But then at the same else. time, it's kind of like it's two different types of jobs that each of those are going exactly. for. Exactly. Like with no education with no college degree, pretty much you're going for either um a labor job, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. F- f- factory, uh Walking meal, Walmart. Uh, yeah, or either or either a, a trade job. There's yeah. one that'll teach well, you to trade while this, you're there. Right. I feel like for the purpose of this article, uh-huh. the question Dante is asking is uh-huh. kinda it it's not it doesn't correlate because I I feel like if you have a trade and a certification, you yeah. get a job a little bit faster than somebody who just has a degree true. and no trade or true. certification. No, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's but, true. But, but that's true. But what we're saying is the millennials who don't who just who don't have either don't have either. They just graduated high school. Well, I'm gonna want to work. How? I, the previous generation did. They went to high school. I'm gonna you work. Can't, I mean, that I, is, I, I, I know what you're saying, but what do you think? Because because back then, so the previous generation, right, when they graduated high school, they got that job, even if they didn't have a trade. Yeah. They, they was ju- the plumbers. They went yeah, to the right. factory. Yeah. But that's yeah. what I'm, that's, it, it doesn't, it's non-existent. So, I mean, it's just non-existent. I can't. Economics. Like, right. Times have changed. Times have changed. It's not, I can't even give you an answer. It's non-existent. It doesn't exist. So what, what what doesn't exist? Yeah, that's what, what doesn't exist. Like what you're saying, like what about the people who just graduate high school that could get a good paying job, like how our parents or grandparents did? No, nah, well, he said he's saying well, why they can't? Because right? it's non-existent. It's 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 non-existent. You got to have a certain look. I know y'all read job. Um, yeah, but, but 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 no, he's he's saying why they can't get a job, but. Someone they they're going for different types of jobs. They're not going for like when before I got a degree, mm-hmm. I didn't even look at a job. If that thing had anything about education, college education other than a diploma, I didn't look at it. So you're going for different types of jobs. Like before I had a degree, the jobs I was looking for was okay, uh lumber yards, the mills, uh that's what's down my way. I was looking for the, the factories. Because- I was looking at like Walmart, Food Line, the uh the um the, the the place where you you pull the orders for food. Well, line. I think when it comes to like Target or Walmart or Food Line, I think they're they're more open to high school and college students. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Versus somebody who's just coming out and you may not have a plan. I don't yeah, know. So but that's, that, but that but that's your perception though. You can't. 
throw your perception. You asked on, me a question. Yeah, but, right? but, but, but yeah. So right. when I answer a question, a question <laughs> it's my opinion. It's your opinion, right? I understand so that's that, already but, understood. But let's let's take your opinion out of it. All I'm asking you for an honest question. I mean, honest answer on the people who who are our age, or if not younger, who just like he said, just trying to get a regular job. You know, like I mean, you know, is it is the economy that bad, or is it, or is the um, competition that fierce Wait, that I can't I just can't get a regular Bonnie just answered that what's <laughs> no, sure, sure brought up a good point because you when you when you talk about getting a job you do have to look at the whole spectrum because a lot of this conversation right now that we're talking about with degrees and stuff we're looking at the corporate world like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, and so when she uh, dives into the topic of labor jobs you come out getting the lumber yard, you steal yeah. job and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Job numbers just came out the other day and the economy's booming. Yeah. But you also gotta think now, as a millennial, remember we stopped at ninety six. So if you was born in ninety six, that was the ed, end of it. What you're twenty two now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be the youngest person. Yeah. So ma- majority of people are twenty two and up. So when you talk about going to get a job, a lot of things with millennials, we prideful too. We that yeah. generation. Mm-hmm. So we want to get paid now. We don't yeah, want to like, go in here and start. Gratification. Yeah. We don't want to start at the bottom and work our way up. We like, look, you know, I'm entitled mm-hmm. to get this job so, and I feel like yeah. I should be making that's this kind one of money. Of, that's one of so, your answers right there. Self-gratification. So then what's making it harder Instant. for someone that comes in just at fresh out of high school is that you got some people that got a degree that couldn't find a job in their field. So they said, okay, I can't find a job here. Let me go mm-hmm. after this job, which would be the same job that the person without uh, the education. But uh, they diploma. may not necessarily get hired either because then the job is say they're um, overqualified. And all jobs ain't, a lot. Yeah, it happens a lot, but they, they'll get an interview faster. And that is true. A lot of people come out of college and, and they can do those what you call like a bridge job, yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. Something till you find something else. Because mm-hmm. you come out with these degrees and you got yeah. masters in yeah. something. You, you got to find that. You got to have something coming I in. Manager codes like yeah. you're just trying to mm-hmm. pay these bills. Word. And I, I think a lot of millennials who not to double back who have to move on to the, the third reason, but or the third problem, but to double back, I think a lot of pr- problem with the millennials or well, with us where that we thought that hey, I got this. I got my college degree. I'm going to go out here and find a job. Oh, fuck. I can't find a job. Or I'm not getting paid enough because we do have that sense of entitlement. I'm going to go back and get a higher degree. Get that higher degree. Come out. Oh, fuck. I still in a... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we find ourselves... You know, I don't want to get too far ahead, but, you know, I kind of... We find ourselves in a shithole. Then we go back to... And then you ever... I know all of us probably work into leverage jobs. I know for me... When I first started working in the work, um, the workforce, um, I was working with, I was 22, 23, working with people who had master's degree, making the same amount as me. And I'm like, damn, you got your master's. And I know a lot of them who were probably maybe five years, probably five years older than me, you know, they probably felt, or maybe like two, three years older than me, they probably felt like, I, I deserve more. And it, maybe you should have deserved more, but you here with me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, We'll go on to the next issue. So the millennial problem number three is that we just did number three, then? right? Nah, we just did number two. We did one, and, one and two. Oh. Yeah, God, y'all, y'all, gotta y'all gotta relax. Y'all gotta relax. It might have been a two part episode. <laughs> so Americans between the millennial age group earn less today than the same age group did in the past. Yep. And Absolutely. I think that's facts. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much accurate there. That's facts, and like we were talking earlier, like wages hadn't gone up since ninety nine, two thousand. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about 
the earnings. We not making the, nearly the money that our parents made. You know, our parents came out, got a good job, was yep. able to buy a car, buy a house, start a family. We come out of college, we got a hundred dollars. I mean, a hundred thousand hanging over our head. Yep. We trying to pay off student debt. Then you try to get an apartment. Trying, yeah. We my, we already behind when we start out the gate. Oh yeah. Yeah, my student loans like a black cloud over my yeah. head. But I think too, um, not only that. I, I know Dante want to stay away from this, but I gotta say it. You gotta look at who we. Honestly, you gotta look at who we have in office because that affects our taxes. Like if the rich get rich and the poor get poor, then you're gonna continue to see that trend. But word, but, word. but, but let you know this this these statistics were with when Obama's office too. So it's not like just Trump by himself, right? But he had to undo so much. I mean, you, it would be time before you even saw what he did because of the person before him. And then, now we back in the shithole again. But Word. the problem was already existing, though. Like, I, I hear what you're saying, but the problem's already there. But the, the thing is, is when you ask these questions, it's like, we got to discuss it and we also got to find a resolution to it. Right. Yeah, so when you, when you talk about income inequality uh, between one generation to the next, how do we fix that? Like I said, wages have gone up since 2000, and then we just Trump just did a, a tax cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So businesses are getting a lot more money in their pocket. So shouldn't there be somewhere in somewhere in policy that's been created to say, hey, we need to increase the, the living wages? Yeah. Y'all getting more yeah. money back in y'all pockets. Y'all getting these kickbacks from these tax relief. Let's right. start paying these people a little bit more money. Oh yeah. The, the, the for the livable wage. I was looking at um Facebook article. They had the poverty line for a two household was sixteen thousand dollars. If you blow that, you, you was on the poverty line. Yeah, I couldn't imagine trying two people. I mean, you make eight thousand a piece. Can yeah, you imagine bro. trying to live off sixteen thousand dollars a year. Nope, I sure yeah, cannot. Bro. You'd be surprised. And I think too, like you said, with the minimum wage and increasing that, you definitely need to because you you know good and doggone well in this day and time can nobody. And and I'm gonna be honest, I know some some um some CNAs. They made nine dollars and seventy five cent. What can you do with that? Should we know one too? Yeah, that's all that, is seven twenty five. Who can live off that? My dog can't even live off that if I had one. Yeah, yeah I that's mean, hard that, to do. That's hard to do. I mean, you know, I just think that um, uh, man, that, I mean, that's that's fucked up because as you see, especially you live in a progressive city like Charlotte, you know, our city, uh, it just it's growing at a rapid pace. We have what over what. Forty to sixty people a day moving to Charlotte, and the competition of like jobs is is it's becoming more competitive. And as anyone know, who anyone who living in a city that they having a, a huge migration of people to, is that you your 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 cost of living is going to go up. Yep. And what that makes is they turn around make people can't afford it can't afford where they stay and i think a lot of millennials is facing that problem because i mean i can't say i don't know how it is in any other city but i can only imagine like someone like you know like our city a lot of people moving here the cost of living is going up every day somebody somebody become homeless and they and that and that's and they pretty much in our age group 
See, they are millennials. I am with the problem with number three is that too. I don't think our parents' generation understands that because a lot of times you hear them say, "Well, what you doing with your money? Why you can't do this?" When I was that age, I and I'm like, "Bro, but." You don't understand You yeah. know what I'm saying I, I agree with you Everything is high I agree with you on that Yeah Everything that went up Yeah Down the milk Same Down the milk 399 yeah, it's expensive. And right. I think what another point you hit on, like with Charlotte being a progressive city, yeah, it's progressing and people moving here, but who is it progressing for? Good point. That's another topic. Preach. So right. we'll move on to uh, the millennial problem four. So the millennial problem four is that millennials are reporting the highest level of stress and depression than any other generation at the same time. Absolutely. They ain't Damn. got enough yeah. money. Yeah. You just hit it on the head Dang. with the first four topics. Yes. <laughs> That's true. High education, low income, yeah. unemployment. Like Damn you. we got a, we, it's a lot on my plate. And like you say, the like you said, the uh, previous generations. Mm-hmm. Why you guys are not doing this? Why you guys are not mm-hmm. doing that? Right. You get stressed out even more. Right. It's yep. like I, the the stuff that we go through is like ten times higher. Like mm-hmm. you got right. the status quo that you try to achieve because mm-hmm. uh, most of us are. Late twenties, pushing early thirties. Yeah. Or if you're not in your thirties, and you know, when you compare the past generation to where they was at at this time, you look mm-hmm. at us. It's like, yo, we four five steps behind y'all. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I That's think true. too with that, um, you know, I remember my professor used to say, "Hey, we all a touch away from being mental because people go through shit every day. Yep. Every day you go through some shit." And if it ain't one thing, it's another. And with this right here, you got student loans. Everybody want that slice of the pie. And they call you and you try to make arrangements and be yep. like, okay, well, you know, I yeah. do this. Then you're trying yeah. to save. And then you right. got your parents yep. asking you questions. Right. Then you got your job overworking you but not paying for your work. Yep. Yeah, you got to believe in a higher power. They stay sane. Yep, then they start calling you from local numbers. You think Yo, it's somebody. So, so, but this is this the problem number five is going to add more to uh, the millennials' uh, depression God. and stress. You know, we are. I do feel that because some of my colleagues, I, my colleagues, some of my, you know, my peers, when I talk to them, they are distressed. They are depressed because some of their financial situations, some of them may be, you know, it, it could be various different reasons. A lot of it is financial, you know, mm-hmm. and them can't land in that job, you know. Um, another one is college debt. Woo. College debt. I didn't so, the whole yeah. so listen to this. <laughs> America's own more than 1.3 trillion yeah, to do. student loans. Damn. 1.3 trillion. Not billions, trillions. Childless. And it may eat in you know how they were coming out with their thing saying that they lost paperwork, so they I was praying. Oh, okay. The Fannie Mae? Yeah. yeah. I was pr- I don't even think I had them as a lender, but I was like, Lord, whoever I had, please let them lose it. <laughs> I think all of us in I mean, I know majority of us in have student loan debt. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I got three I, degrees, so you know I got it. So I don't even think about your bill. Yeah, I ain't seen yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to a private HBCU for two Ooh, years. Bro. So. So you know, yeah, and, and no that's the thing, man. I think that I think that <laughs> I think that catered to a lot of the problems. You know what I'm saying? And the frustration, like not only we graduated, we got these damn degrees. Can't you can't get it. Can't use them. Mm-mm. You can't. And uh, what I find too is that a lot of millennials, what they went, what we went to school for, 
a lot of us don't utilize that degree for that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, and, true, wait, wait, true. wait, wait, wait. Then, then you go to school. You you depressed because I know when I was staying when I first graduated college, I was staying at home with mom dudes. I'm 23, 24, and I remember my family was like, like coming hard on me, like, "Yo, what you still doing home? You smoking? You doing drugs?" God, like, no, real talk. This is a real conversation. Like, and I'm like, in my mind, like, bro, I'm coming out of school making twenty two thousand a year, twenty two fucking thousand a year. I had student up my ass, and I didn't like. I was look. I want at that moment. I could say, look back on it. I probably I was stressed out. Okay, so let's talk work, about this work. college debt. I think, and I mean, y'all, let me know. I think it's both ours and the lenders and the educational institute fault. One, we take out the money. Uh-huh. We get the refund check. And uh-huh. I'm going to be honest We get the refund check What we do We go to the mall We eating good You're going to hit up Mayflower You might go to I mean you in college So you're not You're not doing anything Productive with that money Once your Your books and stuff Your classes pay Then The lenders They just give you the money They'll give you a letter That uh, A promissory note but that's it and then the school don't take the time to say hey this is what really happened so I think what needs to happen is that it needs to be a class kind of within the curriculum that explains this student loan debt and and, you know how it works which you some options of what you should do you know you probably need to have that like your junior senior high school so that you're aware of what you're doing when you're taking out these loans right i think a lot of to a lot of my parents did not prepare us for college nor save for college. Go ahead, Eastman. What was you gonna say? No, I was. I know Dante don't want me to do it, but I gotta do it. This, go ahead. This go is my, bro, my, y'all my, let my, them use y'all. Yeah. <laughs> These niggas are off the air. Let the Lord use <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 Hold up, there. I'm, I'm gonna have to step into the pool pit. Go, go get my robe. I got you. I got your robe. I got your robe. I won't let you breathe, motherfucker. I'm next. I got the, you I, know, Dante. Dante like the center in church. I got to. I got to make this political though. Okay, go ahead, though. Because as America, you know we're capital, um, yes. capitalist. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Cap- capitalistic. There we go. Capitalistic society. Man, man. Okay. So school is nothing more than big business. Yes. Word, word. They making money off of our education, and we're the ones coming out with the bad debt. Especially yeah. African Americans. African Americans. So I think one thing to alleviate this stress that adds on to us and future generations is to look at what other countries are doing that are highly educated. You can go to Germany. A lot of those they offer free free college education. Yeah. Yeah. Even in Canada. Even yeah, yeah, Canada. yeah. They got free healthcare too. Don't free yeah. healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. It may not be top notch, but they got it. Hey, you free. So my thing is, here's the problem. We know student uh, student debt is ballooning out of control. We have senators that's talking about writing policies where they just wipe it out and we start the system over. You have senators that just want to make it free. Yeah. So in my opinion, this goes back to us being aware, being knowing what's going on in the know, and it's for it's. To be honest, it's our time. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the, the torch is getting past us because mm-hmm. we're going to be the future generation. Right. And generation after us is going to be talking about what baby boomers, boomers they're yeah. looking mm-hmm. at us like that. How we looking at baby boomers now that's going to look like that. So I think it's up to us to stay informed and get people in Congress and state legislators 
to make the policies that will alleviate these stresses that we're going through. College, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to come out $100,000 in debt to go get a higher mm-hmm. education. San Francisco yeah. passed it. If you live in the city of San Francisco, you can go to community college for free. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I think I went to a community college free. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree with that. And so I just say in between time and in the meantime, until we get those policies in place, we need to have some kind of educational form that actually teaches, especially us, because we are already behind the eight ball. We not no trust fund babies. We don't have money set aside. We don't have no um, saving, no investments that our parents did for us. So we come out in the red going into college right so we need some kind of um education there that says this is break it down so that they can understand it true 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 um you know millennials we just face a problem with like you said v smooth i mean that i mean it's big business you know Mm -hmm. think about just think about this you got the fucking um you think of you think about this you got the actual phoenix these motherfuckers uh, What's all these schools These motherfuckers go to Oh my, University oh, yeah, 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 yeah. University of Yeah Phoenix. all these joints Look, Hold on there That's my alma mater now hey, I have to graduate for that Don't relax I heard they were high as hell talk about Southern New Hampshire Or something They don't talk about They got the degree in the middle High as fuck boy High as fuck boy They're the biggest robbers out there Still alone Boy I promise And then also just to Just to piggyback off of that Just because the, the question was we got the highest stress levels and you, it's a lot of factors that go into that because like you said you come out of college you got these expectations of where you want to be mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and we so far behind of where we should be that it's, it's draining us and like you said you come out you paying four five hundred dollars in student loans but yet your family is like why are you still at home mm-hmm. you can't afford to go buy this high apartment because mm-hmm. the cost of rent, uh, living is going right. up Oh yeah, you'd want to have a car to try to get around, car insurance. Yeah. It just it's, it becomes overwhelming. It's a snowball. Well, a snowball oh yeah, I, I give you two statements: one from my best friend and one from my sister. What they told the lenders. One said, "Well, you shouldn't have gave it to me," and the other one said, "Well, I got the degree. You can come pick them up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so take your pick." Or do so, like I used to do. I used to answer the phone. They asked for me. I said, "Nah, he ain't here." Oh, I thought you were gonna say he died. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I might have done use that too. I said, "Hey, whenever you find, I said he missing." Whenever you find them, tell well, them. They they know that you phone ring. Yeah, you just let the phone ring on that. <laughs> so, so transitioning over to the next, to the next, uh, the next um, problems that we kind of touched on a little bit is that uh, transitioning back, piggyback off V Smooth. What he said is that uh, it's becoming more common for millennials to live at home. So, you know, you know, a lot of the millennials. Honestly, are still living at home with with their parents. I think, and you know what? That's crazy though. And I think with that, I see females move out faster than than the males. Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah, that's how it happened with me. You know, I'm still at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Still chilling. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, it's it funny, but it's funny. But I, I kind of agree with that because it seems like females get on their they feet faster. But I like my my sister, she she was the first one to move out. She moved out mm-hmm. early, so I don't know what it is with us males. It's like we kind of got the head at safety net before we jump. Yeah. Like y'all females just jump out there. I'm, well, from a female perspective, it's because you can't have two females in one house. And nine times out of ten, your mama or your grandma gonna get on your nerves. So you sacrifice, and you be like, "Bro, okay, if I got to work two jobs, yeah. I got to get out of here." Y'all get, you know, males get a little bit more baby nah, when it comes nah, to the nah, not me. Nah, be. I know. I was when I was at home. Yo, I'm talking about I first graduated college. 
I was at home, man. I was at home probably like two two years. The motherfucker was like, they was coming at me like, yo, you, what you doing with your money? You on drugs? Why you at home? You need to be out. You need to two be years is long enough. I feel like yeah, though. but but coming out of college, first I couldn't land a job right away. I mean, I'm coming out looking for a job in my field. I just didn't want to take any job. I had this mindset that I have this degree. I'm going to utilize it. Yeah. And me, that was just a little bit part of me just trying to stay on course of finding something that was in my in my major. But it took me a while. To, I never found it, you know. Yeah. So I had, to, I had to conform to what it was. But in the meantime, they didn't understand that. And they was trying to rush me out. And that goes back to that safety net. You wanted to, you wanted to feel safe before you made that jump because yeah, yeah. you don't want to go out there and jump big and then... Three months later, we back at home. We couldn't pay yeah. the rent. We got evicted. And yeah, now they're really bro. talking about you like, what, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what you doing? And another thing I want to top, uh, touch on is like, Melinda, this is worldwide. This is a worldwide oh, issue. I read an article. Um, Sorry. So I'm agreeing with you. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, so I read an article. <laughs> like, people in Japan, they found that the, the people in Japan, are, the millennials in Japan are living at home uh, later than the rest of the world but like I say it's a problem in, East, in, in Europe yeah. and everywhere they're standing home until like their early 30 uh, early or to mid 30s right. yeah. before they leave the nest and it's a struggle we just touched on all the topics of why you know it's so hard for you to get out there and try to establish on your own and when you finally do get out there it's like do you have the means to save up put mm-hmm. your retirement away do all these other things so it's oh, a yeah. roadblock for us to keep us where we're at and so it's just it's a lot of things we got to think about and we, we got to find answers to, you know answers to these problems because it's a snowball effect so what's happening to us is just only going to happen to our children so we have to kind of try to break that cycle absolutely oh, yeah. right so millennial problem number seven and we kind of testing this already okay without even knowing that um, millennials are Millennials experience greater difficulties secure, in securing a job that utilize their degrees. And Word. how many of us were? Then those out? of a similar age a decade ago. That's important. Yeah, yeah. That's important. That's very important. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, hell, I have a computer science degree and I'm working in finance. There you go right there. You know what Word. I'm saying? Well, I can't. I mean, I work in my all my degrees, but I will say when I first graduated college, because um, because I did work as a student lab tech yeah. at Wake Forest, I got I came out and got a job in my degree. I worked in a lab. What about you, Vismo? Well, my degree is in business. I originally went to school for political science, and so when I went to, well, you kind of doing that. Yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, on my off time, but the day job, like the yeah, day yeah, job, I really want to be like living with it. I really yeah. want to be like in, in government, like okay, working for cool. the city, working for the county, maybe get a state job. So I'm right there in finance, and so business, a uh, business degree, you you know that's why it's like mm-hmm. a generic degree. You're yeah. doing anything with business, mm-hmm. but yeah. am I utilizing what I have a passion for? No. But you brought up a good point. Yeah, so you got the political science degree, and I I started started as political science, and then I finished and then the business. business. Okay, Okay. so you got the business degree, but you know what your passion is, right? So this is what I used to tell my kids on my panel. Sometimes when you have a passion for something in your degree, don't associate it with a check. Because sometimes volunteering can get your foot in the door or getting yeah. involved in a group can get your foot in the door. So you have to you have to know how to be humble and say, OK, I'm going to do it this way. True, I, true. I agree with you. I agree you, with you. you. You touch on something. I think a lot of us 
thinking back because I initially wanted to uh, major in business, but I know my family was like, you know, you need to do something a little bit more stable where the money's at and computers was, you know, every black, old black person think computers <laughs> is, uh, is to get you rich. You know what I'm saying? So you got, you got a point on that. I think a lot of millennials probably did major in certain things other than not because they had the passion for it, it's because they were chasing a check. So that was a good point. What do yeah. you know what they're doing now with kids in school? Do y'all do anybody know? Well, they're, 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 they're going to college them, while they're in high school? No, in oh. middle school. In middle school, they have started making these kids in CMS school system take a test to tell uh-huh. them what they're going to be good in as a job in the future. Oh, okay. That's good. Which is I don't know about that. Well, you should have like somewhere to steer it, you towards. It it builds like I see like the downfall to that, but the, mm-hmm. the the plus side to that is like, okay, this is your skills. This is what you're strong at. This is the career field you might excel at. Yeah. Instead of everybody going to college and trying to get this degree, chasing a check. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people like nursing. Every girl I know wanted to be a nurse. Everybody went to college to be a nurse. Everybody don't make it. Everybody don't make it. And now what's your profession doing? Like you said, they're changing it from two years to four years. Mm -hmm. So they're making it a little bit more difficult to get into that degree Mm -hmm. to flood out just the people that's checking who just want to work with babies all day. Well, you know what, though? That that degree would flood you out yourself before you even graduate. (laughs) So the the number eight problem. And boards. With... uh, Millennials is that millennials are less likely to own to be homeowners than young young adults in previous generations. That's I kind of I, mean, I kind of see that because hell yeah, they building more apartments than anything. So well, I think too. I don't. That's true, but I also have to wonder if it if it's because millennials we are so like we have a bigger mindset of. Oh, I might want to live in this city. So oh, I don't yeah. want to buy a house yeah. just yet because I don't know if this going to be my settled place. Yeah, I think that's a lot of too. Millennials, they quicker to move. Than, mm-hmm. Like It's not yeah. like our parents' generation where you finish college and you go back home. Like My grand, my gr- grandmother was mad because I didn't stay in there. I thought she was going to come. No, I never told you that. So I, I wonder what? if that's a reason why. It could be many layers to, to the reason. You want to say something? Yeah, I think I think um Can you get closer to my my fault. Yeah, bro. I think it I think it's a <laughs> this is one of the, another multi layer issue. Mm-hmm. Because when you talk about home ownership, we're talking about the generation before us. What was the what was the American dream? Buying Own your own house. Buying a home. Yeah. And, and a white think, picket fence. Right. And I don't think with our generation that is a priority as it was in the past because right. we got so many obstacles in front yeah. of us to even mm-hmm. get to that yeah. step to where right. we can go buy a home yeah mm-hmm. right so I think that's one of the factors and also you gotta think about credit I'm in the process of trying to buy a house now yeah mm-hmm. credit gotta be A1 how yep. many people out here are aware of credit but scores credit score. how yep. it works mm-hmm. yeah. what you need to do down right. payments and yep. think about it if when you go buy a house like for me, we got approved for a loan. They said you got to put down three three point five percent of your loan value. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many of y'all got seven eight thousand dollars? You can just just put down for a house. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, not not many. A lot not of people. Many. I, I got touch a lot of people. Yeah. I can touch a few thousand, but I ain't got seven eight thousand dollars to put down just for a house. And then yeah. once you get this house. You got to think about everything that comes along yeah, with it. I might mm-hmm. can get you a couple hundred. <laughs> right. So those apartments are looking kind of appealing. You know, I just right. pay my rent. I ain't got to. I ain't got to. You yeah. know, keep up no maintenance. But 
buying a house is a big financial yeah. responsibility. Yeah. 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 Position to to take on that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think about something going wrong with the house. Right. You got to yep. pay for that too. It's all on you. So speaking of that, millennial problem number nine. Millennials are financially fragile. So sixty percent. Here's the thing: we kind of touched on this last episode. Sixty-three percent of millennials would have difficulty covering an unexpected five hundred dollar expense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And it's the truth, though. Don't get sick. That's crazy. Here's another fact: forty-four percent would dedicate five thousand dollars in lottery winnings to paying off bills and loans. Singly, a struggle. A struggle to launch savings and invest. So, pretty much meaning they will they would rather take they had won the lottery for five. Uh-huh. They would really pay off their bills and debt instead of taking that money, saving it and investing. Yeah, I probably would. That's the if you if you ask anybody. If I won five thousand, I'm probably gonna pay off my bills for five thousand. <laughs> if you, you you have any conversation with a millennial, you ask them if you came across some money. What's the first thing they say pay they off, gonna do? Pay off bills. Yeah, I'm about to pay off my car. Yeah. I'm about to yeah. pay this off. Pay my credit cards yeah. off. And saving is not even in the question. I mean, I say I say what's left. Saving, but hell, if I'm debt free, I can save what I'm making yeah. in my regular job. I never said if I win the lottery, I'm gonna quit my job. I, I mean, some people do. Well, but I'm not. If I, but, if I but, win, I'm quitting. Wait, 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 wait. I, wait, wait. Look, look, I think, I think, I think you went too Go far. Ahead. You, if you won the lotto, you can continue working. Yep. You work for you work a hundred million dollars. You gonna let somebody make forty five thousand dollars a year tell you what to do? Huh? Say that one more time now. If you if you won a hundred million hundred mm-hmm. million do, I mean dollars, mm-hmm. right? And were you still going to working on a job? Somebody making forty five thousand a year telling you what to do. Well, ain't nobody making peanuts at my job, but they ain't got a hundred million. But Come listen, on, man. see, see, this, be, this, be, this be, is what I'm talking about right here. here. Come on, this is what I'm talking about right here. I personally, I like my job. I work from home. You know how my job set up. Cool. I'm just saying for me, Boy. I didn't say nobody else. For me, I would continue to work. Until, so you, went, until, you wouldn't leave your job knowing what you know and start up your own business. Now, that was another that. point I was going to say. I would continue working my job in the process starting my own business, which is kind of comparable. Nice. Okay, true. Sounds nice. I'm Dave Chappelle. No, I'm, 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 I'm see, It makes sense. See, it makes sense. You, right. You, you it, cool. don't make, it don't make sense to y'all, but I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the long-term goal. I'm, I can work. I can. I'm, I don't hate my job, so I can stay there. And nursing has the lowest turnover rate anyway because yeah. of our schedule. So I can stay there, continue to do what I need need to do there to have my income coming in with the lottery I won and start and start my own business. You got a hundred million That's in true. the bank you don't have to worry. You can go straight into getting your papers, your business license and open yeah. up your own practice. But I, so, I, so I, look, I went, Let's make it a little bit more realistic. So the, according to the article it said 5000 right? I'll make it all the way realistic. If you have $5,000. If I win $150,000 I'm out. Oh, I can try it for you. <laughs> I can try it for you bro. I wish I on telling you. I mean, but if you had five thousand dollars, you want to scratch, you scratch off, you want five thousand dollars, right? Bands. Five bands. What would you do with that money? I would, I would invest a portion. I would pay something small off, um, like like V Smooth said, maybe my car. It ain't gonna pay my student loans. So I ain't even gonna say that. Um, so maybe like my car. 
I don't owe that much. I don't even have that much in credit card. I don't have other than everyday expenses. I don't have a lot of debt other than my student loan and my car. So for me, that would pay something off and and release me. What would you do? What would you do with the five dollars? Five bands. I'm taking twenty five hundred. I'm throwing in the savings, and then let me see, because I just. The other two thousand. Now they got a kid on the way. I probably put a band up in like some type of savings account for college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that fifteen hundred, I buy the wife something nice. Yeah. And then you know, I, honestly, I wouldn't even think about investing. Like I wouldn't go buy no stocks or nothing like that. Nah. Something right. I should do. But like you say, uh, you got priorities. You want to kind of put that cushion between you know you and and zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know if I pay off, if I put all that money towards the debt, I'm not gonna be able to be right back in the same situation that I was. So yeah. I at least mm-hmm. wanna save a little bit of it, use some of it for, you know, pay down some debts, maybe some credit cards or something, mm-hmm. and you know, take care of the wifey. But see, that's what I'm saying, yeah. it's just me. I don't have any kids, I'm not married. So for me, I can take a little portion, invest it, save it somewhere, and then pay something small off. Yeah, that's probably what I do. Right. I take now, about 3,000. You're right. If I had kids or a husband, okay, maybe the mindset of what I need to do with that money would be a little bit different. Let me, but let yeah. me ask y'all this. Why do y'all think 44% of millennials would take the $5,000 payoff uh, loans and uh, bills and things like that? Because they want to be debt free. Yeah. Right. You, it, what was that? Number four, number five? You want that stress off of you? We got that high stress. <laughs> That's a stress relief. That's yeah. But, but you but, get them local numbers but, and stop calling. But you 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 putting away. You're not really being. You're not really selling yourself away stress because you pay, you taking five grand paying off your bills, but you ain't saving nothing. So you go be. You have the opportunity being right back. But who the said they couldn't save something off what they make no, in their salary? What, they, what they're saying is. But apparently, if you're in debt now, you you probably your salary. As we know, we're not making the money that we our, our previous generation. Right. Was but if I take that money and I pay something off, that relieves me of taking of my salary, right, of a bill and taking my money that I made and applying it there. So now I could take that and utilize it somewhere else. But what if? But what? Okay. But what if you? You're working and what you make is not enough to cover your bills and the debt. You still, you just bear, you robbing Peter to pay Paul. Cause that people to go to that. I right feel now. like if you do that, you don't budget your money. That's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying to you is what, so, so you're, what I'm, the point I'm making is, the point I'm making is you taking the $5,000. If you, if you're already robbing Peter to pay Paul, right? You taking that five grand and you paying off bills, but you still in a shithole because you don't, Earn enough to take care of your day to day bills, other than your credit, save a credit card, pay off a hospital bill, paid off. You still have, you still got your day to day life, still got a car note, still got car insurance, still got to live for room and board, you still got to eat, you know what I'm saying? You still got to clothe yourself, but you're not saving, you still in the shithole. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I'm like, yo, what I, I mean, you're, you're satisfying, you're putting a band aid on the situation. That's what I'm saying. So what would you like them to do with the money? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. What, what would, would you, you like? Do? To what would I do? You know what? what? Would you do with the 5, I mean, because you just okay. So what do I do with the five thousand? So what I would do? I don't think I would pay off. I don't think I don't know if, if I if I was in a shithole and I was robbing Peter to pay Paul. I pay off my smallest bills and if no no, if no, no. It, what would you do now if 
right now, right. what your bank account looking right now, your situation, if you want five thousand on the stretch off, and what my situation right now, right yeah. now, oh, it's, it's all I'm, I'm pocketing the whole thing. I'm, I'm investing it. But see, that's what I'm saying. You you cannot criticize somebody yeah. for criticizing anybody. Well, it sounds like no, no. for what for what they would do with their money because everybody's situation is different. I mean, have you ever known somebody who made minimum wage and they might have had a lot of money, be it inheritance or be it um, the lottery, and they could have still lived off their minimum wage job? If they're smart with the money that they inherited or win. We are no niggas ain't doing that. Right. <laughs> it was but somebody at my job, the same right. situation. But this is one of no, the no, It's a true quit. story because we know people like that. So what I'm saying is if you if you're smart about the money that you make and how you're gonna invest it, how you're gonna pay something off, it's a strategy to it and you gotta learn it and That's do true. what's best for you in your situation. That's true. But I'm being realistic. I don't know how many people actually do that, though. Where I don't know how many people would actually um, invest the whole five thousand. So that's your reality. No, and I ain't that's invest, I said save. So, so, so what's the next question? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, shit, hold on, shit. We gotta get your take. What you doing with the five bands? I don't tell you. Shit, I probably pay everything off or either uh, buy video games uh, or either knowing <laughs> me, I probably take about three thousand, pay whatever three thousand can pay off. And probably I'll try to say the rest But it'll end up Getting spent on something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see Shu's situation Is different Cause he yeah. stay at home Come on now <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you said it I'm just saying You had to put Emphasis on it Might be some Single females hey, hey, You the best to Shot him yeah. down Well hell He shot himself yeah, down He said it first They might not have Caught the first part yeah, No so. they heard it yeah. Ain't so, no woman Gonna miss that What Nah they cool so, with it So yeah, 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 yeah. Is your mama yeah, cool yeah. with it They cool with it <laughs> They cool with it They know I'm working Towards something They're working towards a year <laughs> but yo, but, look, but the last problem we go, we go wrap it up. Yeah, bro. So, so, so fewer and fewer millennials are becoming entrepreneurs. That's the last problem. Um, true. And the reason why I say that because I can't speak for everybody, but I got a I got a friend that um he's an entrepreneur. He started his own business doing yeah. good. He's a handyman. Mm-hmm. So if you need your TV mount or something like that, he does like the small work for okay. the guys put mm-hmm. together and stuff like that. And he living good. He done bought him a, a condo uptown. He on like the 36th floor. And okay. He had the game. He doing good. But a lot of us, like I tried to open up a business and one of the obstacles in my way was funding. Like, yeah. I had this idea mm-hmm. with this music, kind of like what Apple Music did before it came out. Okay. Napster. No, no, Apple Music. You know how Apple Music you pay and you, you listen to their catalog. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So oh, shoot. It was, so, it was something like that. Apple, okay. like I didn't have the funding because you had to buy servers. You had to yeah. buy these music and stuff like that. And that's yeah, a lot of servers going to cost you, right? You got to have somewhere to store that stuff. And so it's like you got the plan, you try to execute it, but then it's the roadblocks. I could have went and tried to got you know business investors and put up yeah. a business plan and stuff like that, but that takes a lot of time and energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you already working and you trying to trying to balance a lot of these things, it's, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. like you say a lot of us. I was a deer headlights. I didn't know what I was doing. I had an idea. I, I wanted to put it in motion, but unfortunately, I couldn't get it rolling. Oh, I damn, think a lot bro. of people are like that. It's like they got this idea. They want to do it, but they don't know how to do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I would say um, if we're talking about in our community, past versus, versus present, 
I would say I see more entrepreneurs now than I did in my parents or my grandparents personally. And I don't know if it's because of, you know, different people that I, I may know. Or what type of entrepreneurs? Is this like everybody want to open up the boutique? Fr- no, one of my friends, he has Shall his own. <laughs> no, one of my friends has his own clothing line, right? And okay. legit had a fashion show. Went okay. to it uptown, and he's doing well. He's on the he's on the Charlotte fashion scene, and then from that, one of my friends, she's um in um nonprofit. Okay, but she also consults and help other nonprofits here in Charlotte, and she left her corporate job to do that. And she always talk about that. And she even went as far as um, she has a um, electronic workbook page by page that she created uh-huh. while she was doing her starting her nonprofit to help other people. And she do she do one on one or you know classes to teach people. Um, I have a, I know someone who um, financially. They have, as uh, Eva was talking about last week, a finance bar. And okay. they have different things where they teach people about finances and stuff like that. Um, so I see it. It's, it's just about who you involve with. Yeah. I know someone who's a nurse practitioner um, that graduated from my HBCU. She has her own clinic with a pharmacy mm. in okay. East Charlotte. That's cool. So we should post the the link to this article. We need those resources posted as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. and they're on Instagram, and they have stuff, and they're giving, and she has galas to give scholarship, um, um, college scholarships to people who are going to well, HBCU. Make sure you get their permission first, because uh, after I post it, there's no coming down. So just well, she's on Instagram. So. Okay, Where'd but I'm just saying, if you if you look. You would probably be surprised, but like, oh, I ain't even. Yeah, that yeah, like, you know. yeah, like you say, fashion and all that stuff. So, if people, yeah, it's, it's if more people had the resources and the knowledge and the awareness, I think a lot of people would be willing mm-hmm. to start their own business, I think, and that's why I think your girl, she's doing a good thing. But you know why people are getting overlooked? I feel like in Charlotte, there are in those things because, and no pun intended, but. We're looking at entrepreneurs who own a club. Yeah, no, I was going to say parties. No, I was to say most who, most of us, right? You know, we wanted we most of our generation usually want that quick, right? That quick money. So if the the business you're looking at to do that is going to be lean towards parties or something right. like that, which even though that takes a long time, but still, in somebody who ain't doing it eyes, it looks like it's fast, right? So. So that's what I'm saying. You're looking at that one aspect, so you missing all of the other stuff that's going on. You, yeah, it's about resources. We got to yeah. have the resources to got to encourage people to go out there, and if they want to take and that, and they jump. actually do have something called um, Skill Pop, right? I did one for podcast. Did know, you? Okay. Yeah, I know. I know exactly yep. what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, I showed Dante. I said, "Did you know this was going to?" Because I actually did one in uh, in Durham. Before I moved here, they have them in Durham. They have them in Durham. They, they, they have, have them in Virginia, I believe. They have them in um like three other places. Yeah, they have them in a couple spots. Mm-hmm. The skill pop is, is nice. You pay twenty five to thirty yeah. dollars and learn a skill, blogging, yeah. podcast, and so on. And cooking, the thing about it is, everything. you can get a kind of like a movie preview before you go head in to say, "Oh, this is what I want to do." Word. 
So it's just about sometimes, especially as African American millennials, we got to pave our own road. We can't take, we got to take the road less travel and we got to work together. We got to learn, like you said, policy. We got to learn politics and we got to have a voice and can't be afraid to shy away from those issues. Um, so you got any opinions on this this topic? Yo, what's up? I mean, nah. Uh, I mean, me having like owning a business. I just think I agree with what Shug said. Like, I think a lot of us we just think about when we create businesses, millennials. We looking for that quick, that quick bang. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or we when we do businesses, maybe it's just black people. But I know a lot of millennials when we do business. We're looking, we always do a business that we think somebody got paid a lot of money off of, right? Yeah. So, like, somebody, oh, you remember the, like, remember the big boom, everybody wanted to do a group home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, or, still do or, now, or now <laughs> niggas want to be truck drivers because they make a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know, you know, we, we, we follow, I think as millennials, we follow a trend instead of creating. Yeah, we follow whatever, own, whatever's hot at the moment. Yeah, with our own path. When it comes to entrepreneurship, like, yeah. oh, you make a lot of money there, I guess I'm going to do that. Yeah, too, niggas bro. throwing parties, we throwing parties. Right. We don't Dude. think outside the yeah. box. Right. And we don't think outside the box and what we already work in. Yeah. Sometimes you can say, tell your job oh i want to learn this because you have plans for what you're trying to do with what you're trying to create yeah true true so i think like you said black people we need to get out yeah. I was, I was, uh, but but here's the thing oh. I, I think when you think when you think of the word entrepreneur you're thinking about what i what word i associate with entrepreneurs uh is risk i i don't think when you an entrepreneur, you're taking a greater risk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're using your money, a lot of times using your money to finance your dreams and your ideas. And true, true. and even even with with come a risk, it, it comes with being different, giving you know, creating a business that there's a that there's a need, but there's not a demand. You know, like I mean, how can I put it? There's a need, but there's not anywhere to cover that need. So you create a business for that. You know, you're not just following a, a trend. And I think millennials, we have a problem with that, you know. Well, when we don't read, we don't do research. And True. You touched on another big thing: the risk, the risk factor. Right. You got to take that risk. You got to, like, say who's in a position to find oh, yeah. a business. Right. And who got the upfront money? Right. And sometimes people, sometimes people are afraid to 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 fail, and you can't can't be like that. I ain't gonna lie, I was one of them people, so because you're gonna get a whole lot of no's before you get that yes. But yo, um, you know, I think that I think tonight was a great, great episode. Good episode. You know, um, I think it was a much needed uh, conversation, you know, just to bring awareness to, you know, some of the problems. And like I said, we're not here to feel like we have the answers or the keys to the, you know, the solution. But I just we think that we ain't got the answers, Sway. <laughs> we ain't got to work answers. on Be Smooth campaign. So, so here's the thing. I believe. You know, um, you know. A lot of us, if you didn't know you're a millennial, you know, from some of y'all go listen, it's like, damn, I did not know I was a millennial, but motherfucker, you are. Oh, yeah. And you and you ain't you're not alone. You face these problems. So, you know, we're going to end that on a note. 
um, we'll end that on that note. We gonna let V Smooth plug your uh, podcast again. Yeah, Yo, plug, plug your stuff, man. They, uh, oh yeah, it. I appreciate the, the shout out. Um, we like I said, record next week. Okay, hope to have everything out within a week or two. Um, definitely okay. shoot you guys an invite and let you know. But just um, title's gonna be views from millennial kind of things that we touched on today. It's kind of be like the the topic of the seasons. Okay, talk about just go a little bit more in depth, do some research, talk about the numbers, talk about what's mm-hmm. being done and what we can look to to kind of what's the model that's being done because ain't no need to reinvent the wheel if somebody's already found a policy or procedure that's, that's making it right so okay i just okay. want to encourage everybody out here tonight I'll be ready to was tune a, in. i love it i appreciate it tonight was a was a good op- uh, episode and i hope that by you guys listening to this that you continue the conversation within your own interpersonal groups that right. you guys go out there and have conversations with your friends and your families and your co-workers and just spread the message and we can start a movement um, oh yeah it doesn't have to stay like this nope. this is the whole purpose of having these these dialogues these conversations is to kind of get the brain thinking and say hey we don't have to live in these conditions but as long as we keep selling for these conditions then this these problems are going to continue yep. so once again, thank you guys for having me on. It's always a good time. I of love course, you guys. Man. Of course, Shoot. of course. It's always a good yeah, time. Yeah, man. It's my second time meeting you, man. You're a good dude, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Every time it. we have fun. So. Dante, I'm going to holler at you off the mic about yeah. the head nigga moment. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know what I'm saying? So uh, with that being said, you know, y'all uh, can follow us on Instagram at 100 Podcast, the number 100 Podcast. That's on Instagram. Same thing on Twitter. And... Uh, you can also follow me at I am underscore should underscore. You know what I mean? You can follow uh, Dante, you know what I'm saying, on this uh, page also. You know what I'm saying? Anything other than that, any questions, topics, you know what I'm saying, feel free to email us at the 100podcast at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? That's the number one, the way 100 at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? Anything else you got to say, Tay? Nah, 100. 100. 100. <laughs>